From a fruit market in Tel Aviv to a fish seller in Taipei, the people of our world are working hard to make a living. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Hello there, and thank you so much for joining us on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Shirley Lin, and we bring you 50 minutes of English language features in just a moment. But up ahead in today's program, we have, um, we have, uh, we have here in Taiwan. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Um, um, Jukebox Republic, that's oh. my music program. Uh -huh. Right, right. But first off, we're going to begin with Here in Taiwan. Today is December, not December, <laughs> January. <laughs> we're already in the new year, sorry. Yeah, um, so it's January the 7th. But if you're listening to us on radio, shortwave, it would be um, it would be uh, January 10th. Yeah, what's wrong with me today? Anyway, <laughs> when you're listening to here in Taiwan on Radio Taiwan International, I'm Shirley Lin. I'm joined in the studio by Tomasz Kopel. Hello, everyone. Now, before we no, actually, we'll, we'll talk about that later. So we're going to have some interesting stories here today. Um, for one, uh, this is really good that what uh, the Taiwan government is doing for uh, migrant workers here in Taiwan, especially for the Indonesian community. Uh, is that they're offering free baking classes for them so that when they you know finish their service here and return back to Indonesia they have something to do you know to start a business and also guess how many streets there are in Taiwan that's named after our very first leader of the Republic of you know China that's the official name of Taiwan don't google it just uh, try right, to right, right, guesstimate right. the first dictator really yes. Chiang Kai-shek okay and his son Okay, how many streets are named after them? And the very last thing is that, uh, you know, uh, Tama is uh, predicting we're going to have a drier uh, first rainy season. That's funny, right? Drier, yeah, drier rainy, rainy season, season. Uh, for, for the 2022. anything but funny, really, right. because it's climate change. I know. Uh, that is sad. But um, so for that matter, we're making artificial rain. Okay, we're going to get to all those stories in just a moment. Stick around. Before we begin, we do have an announcement to make. Actually, you know what? Um, let us know if the volume is all right and the visuals okay. You know, yeah, we want to get over all those technical problems. Uh, but it looks all right on OBS. Oh, you can tell. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it's <laughs> not peaking. We're not I'm peaking. So <laughs> not, you know, techie. Um, yeah, but anyway. So the thing is, um, starting next week, uh, it would only be on Mondays and Wednesdays you get to see uh, here in Taiwan done live. And it'll be the same crew. It's Tomas and, and Leslie. Leslie yeah. yeah, they're having a great time. And I know that you guys are loving their show. So, you know, <laughs> so why not, right? So they stay alive. But um, on Fridays, though, we're going to go live with Status Update. Now, yes. for those of you who don't know, that's a program where we read listeners' letters. Yes. Listeners to our programs, okay? Um, you have to realize that RTI is a national shortwave radio station. So people, most people now uh, listen through shortwave as sort of like a hobby. Correct me if I'm wrong. And <laughs> so, um, you know, we do get listeners' letters, whether it's email or handwritten letter, mm -hmm. you know, or cards or whatever other forms. So um, that's going to be a live show. Now, that's 18-minute show, but um, we're just going to re read letters. Uh, 
listeners' letters, and then it'll be Tomas and yep, I co-hosting. Yes, still. the two of us. So do join us for that, and um, you know we're going to be reading your comments. I think people mm-hmm. like to hear the letters being read on air, and so I hope that is true. So um, <laughs> do join us, you know, and uh, we're going to make a fun show out of it with Tomas. Mm-hmm. With Tomas, it's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, you're making me blush. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Which right. you will be able to see live. <laughs> I know. And I've got Starting some really Friday. good graphics to show, yes. you know, with our show. <clears throat> show with our show <clears throat> um, next week. But, um, okay, so the first story here is there are two companies. Um, one is a bank, and it's the, it's a Thai branch of an Indonesian bank, and a import company that's offering free baking classes for, for who? For Indonesian migrant workers here in Taiwan. Because um, they're usually on a contract, and when they're done, they go home. But we want them to be able to go home and start a business, you know, and um, raise, you know, um, you know, fund. I mean, yeah, be able to, to, um, you know, uh, sort of like uh, help the family financially. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as it is, we're very, very grateful for these uh, migrant workers here in Taiwan. We have such a high need of um, caregivers mm-hmm. and factory workers. Just and you workers guys are, in general. Yeah, you, you, yeah, I know. Yeah, you, you guys are doing a great job here. So in return, we want to offer you free classes so that you can start a business if that's what you want. In this case, it's talking about baking classes. You're starting to laugh. I'm 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 going to be a bit of a snob here because I'm European, <laughs> yeah. and let me just say Taiwan doesn't strike me as the best place to go and study baking. Baking, <laughs> I know. I don't really like uh, Taiwanese, you know, baked oh, baked products, goods. baked goods. Yeah, um, I'm not crazy either. The 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 cakes tend to be kind of spongy. The bread ah. is mainly toast bread. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no sourdough, no dark bread <laughs> here, or very oh, little. Oh, you got least. me going. I do miss sourdough. Ah, it's uh, so good. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so I mean, I spent some time in the states, so I know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, they're offering free classes and. Um, uh, it's designed for 40 people at a time, and it's starting in March, not quite yet, in March, March 6th. And so there will be a Taiwanese baking instructor, one, but then there's several translators. Mm-hmm. And the goal is, well, I already said, you know, so they can start business when they go back. Basically, they're saying that the logo is like, come in as a migrant, like coming to Taiwan as a migrant, go home as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you know. And and so um, they're actually encouraging Taiwanese employers of these migrant workers to join in the class as well. Oh. So to help, you know, to build friendships with these people oh. outside of work. That is that is that is actually a very good idea, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is good. So it's 20 Indonesian workers and then 20 employers mm-hmm. uh, in the first class at least, you know. And um and and actually the Taiwanese employers, they're going to be introduced to Indonesian baking products. Ooh. So like for example, coconut sugar Okay. I didn't know. I'm intrigued. Such a, yeah, same here. <laughs> same here. I do love coconuts. Oh. I don't particularly like sugar, but coconuts. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I know. So this is, this is now this gets me going, you mm-hmm. know, if it's like teaching me like Indonesian, well, maybe not, I'm not sure baking, but maybe just the ingredients. Because they're going to teach Taiwanese baking. So not I, n- I never had Indonesian baked goods, but I, I'm really looking forward to uh, the, this baked goods exchange going both ways oh yeah maybe 
Okay. Chinese baked goods will get slightly better if if they mm. get some foreign influence. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm you know, sorry, I don't want to. I don't want to stomp on on yeah. Taiwanese baked goods, but it's just not my thing. <laughs> just not your thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, so the bank itself is funding the class, and um, they have a branch in downtown Taipei. And they hope to encourage Indonesian migrant workers to open savings account because you think like, why would an Indonesian bank do you know in Taiwan? But mm-hmm. that's um, yeah to to encourage Indonesians to you know to open savings accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of uh, these what do they call them? These offices where people where these migrant workers get to like, money transfer, transfer office. Yeah. yeah, right away. You know, but but they don't. They're not banks though. No, they're, they're just no, they're yeah, not, they're just yeah. transfer like money. Western Union. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Western Union. I forgot about that. Um, and also to attract local enterprises that do business with Indonesia. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense. You know, and so these two companies, the import company uh, Indosuara and the bank is BRI, um, they evaluate the feedback from the forty participants in the first baking class before deciding on whether to open other sessions mm-hmm. or in detail, like you know when. So. Um, as of November 2021, the Indonesian community uh, is about 239,000 migrant workers here in Taiwan. Just only Indonesian, just Indonesians. Yeah. And th- this is on par with the number of uh, the uh, indigenous people living in Taiwan, I've heard. Oh. It's around 300,000 as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So th- yeah. they're, they're a, a pretty um, large group. Uh, yes, here in Taiwan. Yeah. yeah, and actually, the government also does a lot to um, to to help the indigenous um, um, communities here as well mm-hmm. in, in Taiwan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get to some comments before yes. we move on. Yes. Um, uh, Nasir Aziz is asking for the Facebook address of Jukebox Republic. Jukebox, Re- Jukebox Republic is <laughs> not broadcast live. Um, no, so yeah. you can go to our website at uh, en.rti.org.tw and uh, on their programs you will see Jukebox Republic and all the other great programs that yeah. they do. Yes. Um, Nasir Aziz is uh, also asking where my glasses are. They are <laughs> at, I, I knew someone, someone would actually... notice. <laughs> Someone is really into detail here. They are at home. I was reading before bed last night, and I put them on my book, and that's where they are. (laughs) And I only found out today when I opened my glass box, the the box that I have for my glasses, and they weren't there. Right. And Um, I told Thomas she probably should get another pair. Yeah. You know, keep one at work and keep one at home, right? That is a pretty good idea. Yes, Um, definitely. I, I can still see without glasses. It's just my eyes get tired. Um, Like, I have them mainly for computer and reading. Um. Uh, Jendalari says graphics and sound are fine, uh, mm-hmm. like the new um, Chiron graphics. All right, thank you. Um, we are, I mean, uh, just something I put together last night, but uh, we are working uh, to bring more pizzazz to uh, <laughs> here in Taiwan and yes. our live broadcast in general. Um, you know, I'm going to convince um, Leslie and Tom Wash to do a dance <laughs> at the start of here in Taiwan. Give it a thought, Tomash. Give it a thought. <laughs> Or, um, you know, like dress up as something. You're opening a Pandora's box here, <laughs> I feel. Because then, you know, people are going to start making requests. And we're going to oh. end up slow dancing oh. with Leslie. Okay. <laughs> to All something right. romantic. All right. Okay. Sip up my long. mouth. Okay. Um, uh, Javaid Iqbal says, greetings from uh, Javaid Iqbal Shera Garden uh, in Pakistan. Um, what else do you have? Um uh, Jendalari says uh, she listens to us uh, on shortwave as a hobby um, and used to collect QSL cards. Oh, okay. Um, 
And then Nasir Aziz also promises to send us handwritten letters. Yeah, please do. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. And graphics are more helpful. Uh, excellent improvement. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, which foreign community lives in Taiwan in excessive? Uh, like uh, in excess? Uh, no one's in excess. Uh, yeah. Taiwan uh, has a very low birth rate. And yeah. before long, we'll need uh, large numbers of foreign workers. And this is sort that of is already right. um, it's happening. It's an issue. Uh, the Indonesians, I think, are the uh, by far the largest foreign community in Taiwan. Oh, right you would know. Okay. Um, yeah. a, a friend of mine was doing research on that a few oh. years ago, and at least a few years ago, they used to be the the largest migrant community uh, okay. or or uh, immigrant community, really, mm. because a lot of them do stay behind and do um, make li their lives in Taiwan. Yeah. Like I did. Or like marry someone yeah. Taiwanese and just you know make this their second home. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, which is again what Taiwan sorely needs. We open, we are welcoming you with open arms. You know, like yes. So, all right, uh, all right. Let's go, go to the next story then. All right, the next story. I was going to ask you, Tomash. You know, guess how many streets in Taiwan are named after? But the I read first the story. Dictator, so, but you read yeah, the story. I, I so. knew that. But um, I want them to guess. But the thing is that they can answer me. Can they? Maybe they can. Well, try to guess. Let's let's wait a few minutes. Maybe yeah, someone will. Try to guess. Like how many streets are named after Chiang Kai-shek? If you think that name is familiar, he was the very first. Um, we usually we used to call him Generalissimo Chiang Kai-shek. You know, he's an authoritarian um, leader and and. and yeah. Many among them do like to give themselves fancy titles like Generalissimo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And also his son, Jiang uh, yes. Jingguo. Okay, so how many streets are in are, are named after the two of them in all of Taiwan? Anybody um, guessed? No. No, not, no but, we don't have any guesses yet. Um, so uh, I, I actually read this story uh, last week and it prompted me to do an episode of my show called Newsmakers on Chiang Kai-shek. Mm. Uh, so if you're interested in the profile of the person, like kind of who he was and a little bit of historical background, the show is eight minutes. So I had to abbreviate wow. okay. a lot. Oh, oh um, because there's so much about him. Yes. Oh, there's <laughs> a lot. You know, monographs were written about him. Like, many volumes long yeah, yeah. Um, you can go to our website at again at en.rti.org.tw and uh, under programs there's newsmakers and the the episode before the latest uh, one was on Chiang Kai-shek mm, okay um, well since we have no guesses, no, no guesses we can just tell everyone <laughs> how many streets more than 350 that's right that really shocked me it's you know. a shocking number yeah so um, basically, the reason why we're able to know the figure is because the Transitional Justice Commission decided to do the survey as part of an effort to rename roads that evoke authoritarian slogans mm -hmm. and symbols. Okay. And so um, basically, at the time, there was an, an how do you say this word, edict? Mm -hmm. issued during the nation's authoritarian era. Okay. And they want that all the names to really give all this authoritarianism mm -hmm. or um, other things like, uh, you know, um, love for the country. Promoting patriotism. Patriotism yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Very so, jingoistic kind of yeah. stuff. Um, so now, so there's um, actually Chen Kai-shek gave himself another name, which is Zhongzhen, like 
fair and just, <laughs> fair and proper. Okay, it's translating literal, it, literally, but um, and also there are twenty-eight names, uh, twenty-eight road names named after Jie So, which is an abbreviation of the slogan "Long Live Chiang Kai-shek." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then 11 named after Jianguo, which is the son's name. You know, mm -hmm. there's more, uh, yeah. yeah. And well, then yeah. Jianguo is, is uh, a, a pretty major road in Taipei. Yeah. Uh, and I also live very close to Zhongzhenglu uh, up in Shilin. Uh, same here. I've got yeah. a Zhongzhen Street right That's in the corner. That's kind of the problem. Like, yeah. I, I remember Everywhere. when I when I first started riding a scooter in Taipei, I was confused by how there is a... a like a Zhongzhenglu in Taipei and then another Zhongzhenglu in <laughs> Zhonghe and another Zhongzhenglu in Yonghe and yeah, like yeah. every sort of small every district. district might have their own I know uh, Zhongzhenglu whereas you know in the states the only one I can remember is Main Street Main Street is everywhere as well right yeah. is there but, any other names that's like really common that's the I, only uh, one I know I think Oak Maple like Oak very very Park popular Street Park or? yeah <laughs> um, I, I guess our American listeners should chime in and tell yeah. us what the yeah. most popular road names I uh, know right Okay, so um, anyway, uh, this really stemmed from a 1945 executive order renamed roads throughout Taiwan because before then it was uh, it was uh, you know a Japanese colonization period, and and they don't want you know street names you know get rid of all the Japanese mm -hmm. names and so on so on and so forth, and um, so then. Uh, they um, uh, what what I remember from yeah. the article what I thought was really useful and was yeah. or um, interesting and yeah. and worth mentioning uh, is that the commission also recommended changing names uh, of those streets to reflect uh, local cultures local languages yeah uh, so we might see a return to what was in place before 1945. Uh, right. Before the edict, I mean, some of the some of the road names or street names before then were Japanese, mm. but uh, others were uh, derived from the local languages and local cultures. So hopefully, we'll we're going to see more of that. And uh, the commission, if I remember the article correctly, again, that was a week ago, uh, also recommended um, including uh, indigenous names. Uh, yeah. In, in the new naming convention. Well, the only one I know is the. Katagalana Boulevard. Yes, Katagalan Boulevard. That's the yeah. only one I know. And it, it runs right in front of the presidential office building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the only one I know so far. They um, haven't well, do, done a good job, in, you know, we'll, like we'll putting more, more indigenous, you know, um, connotations. But um, so that's the whole idea. And that's why mm -hmm. they got the survey. Yeah, it shocks me to think that, you know, there's so many in the three digits. I mean, Hopefully, what does that mean? In the States, there would be how many main streets are there in the states then in yeah. all of america well, right again main, main street is is just main, main street, street of a town um chiang kai-shek though very controversial to say the least i will go as far as to say uh, he was a, a brutal dictator uh, guilty of genocide yeah yeah but um by some... no means should be on street names right so um, um, I think there's only one or two um, that that still has that name, but um, other ones that are more acceptable names, you know, in terms of like uh, um, patriotism. Mm -hmm. There's Zhonghua, which means well, well, uh, okay, it means China, and then Xin Yi, uh -huh. like um, yes. <clears throat> what do you call it? Trust mm -hmm. and fair or whatever. And then Hepi means peace. peace. Sanmin, well, okay, that's the. Uh, 
and I can give you the background for that. <laughs> that that is um, oops, where did that go? Okay, no. that actually the three principles. Mm -hmm. Okay, which translates into nationalism, democracy, and the livelihood of the people. Okay, so mm -hmm. there's there's that, and then uh, there's there's the Sun uh, Yixian, which is another name for Sun Yat-sen, who's the founder of the Republic of China, and we do have one, the mm -hmm. Yixian Road um, in Taipei. Right, but yeah. um, uh, Sun Yat-sen also went by Song Zhongshan. Uh, yes. So Zhongshan, Zhongshan um, Road. I live on Zhongshan Road. Zhongshan Road. Yeah. So Sun Yat-sen also has a fair number of uh, roads named yeah, after him does. in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we have a few comments. Um, Nasir Aziz says, uh, yesterday I was uh, reading a post uh, of, on RTI about Taiwan military preparations. It worries me. <sighs> China uh, worries us as well. But, yeah. Um, honestly, this is the the main and only reason why Taiwan why we is have uh, these military drills. Yeah, having military drills and everything. Yeah. Um, in live streaming, uh, please also do shares of listener photos via emails. That's exactly what we're gonna do starting next week on um, status, status update. update. Well, the, we are going to be live streaming, so we will be able to show you the postcards that we get, the photos. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of Christmas stuff that we, we were. We still are getting Christmas cards, yes. so we'll show you them. Yeah. So uh, if you would join, if you join us later, um, we will, uh, starting next week on Mondays and Wednesday, you still get to see live stream of here in Taiwan mm -hmm. with Tomash and Leslie um, because they always do a good job. And then on Fridays, though, we're going to go live with Status Update, which That's is right. the program where we li uh, read listeners' letters and cards and whatnot. Yeah. Nasir also says, I really miss Emma, Natalie, and Stash. A group of four presenters does have an excellent impact. Uh, well, Stash is uh, almost back with us. He's yes. in quarantine. Um, right. He came back from visiting his family in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we need to make sure that he's healthy before we let him <laughs> in. Um, okay. Jen also says, uh, it's so strange to hear him called dictator since when I became aware of Taiwan. It was still in the 80s under military rule. Um, and that stuff was just not done, which is why he's called that now, I'm sure. Um, Taiwan have come uh, has come a long way. Um, yeah, which this is... Uh, a fantastic story of transformation that I don't, I think, doesn't get told enough. People still kind of think, "Oh, Taiwan is the same thing it was in 1949." Oh no, it is not. Yeah, um, and that's we're very what, democratic. That's what right we kind of want to do, and and part of that process of of dealing with authoritarian uh, past and this this dictatorship that Taiwan was under for decades. Um, is what the Justice Com Transitional Justice Commission mm. is doing and, for example, changing roads. They actually said in the report that roads influence the way people think in local communities. That's mm. why they're important and that's why they recommend changing them. Right, right. Well, okay, we only have like a couple of minutes left for the very last story here. You want to go ahead and change the logo there? I'm not uh, going to play any music. Okay. Give us some time. Uh, la uh, last story. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're... Um, so Taiwan has made these artificial rain only because they're predicting that we're getting a more drier rainy season in the first, uh, you know, first season of 2022. Yeah, you know, I always, it always amazes me about how we can actually man-made rain. 
it by is first still making not a clouds. Very, <laughs> it's not a very precise science, I think. It's it's mainly cloud seeding, so uh, the clouds have to be there in the first place, and we just kind of force the rain down oh, okay. using chemicals. Right, right, right. Good good explanation. Um, apparently, it's uh, it's over these three reservoirs, but how precise can you actually have the rain fall on those three reservoirs? That is a right? very complicated operation because you have to send a plane out that will spray those chemicals. Okay. Uh, you can't really spray them from the ground. I, I guess there were attempts, but it's done as far as I'm aware from planes. So you have to get the plane at the right time, at the right place to release the right amount of the right chemical. It's it's a, a, a headache. It's not like you can just like hold a cloud there, hold it over <laughs> exactly, that area, yeah. you know, because it, it moves. Yeah, now, these kind of things are amazing. That's why I was interested in the story, even though there wasn't much to this, this story. But, um, but I mean, actually, you know, we're not going to be uh, really, really dry to the point um, where we're going to have water rationing because many, many years ago, mm-hmm. and I don't think that you were here then, uh, we did have water rationing in Taipei, oh, which wow. is un- unheard of. Yeah, and it was really quite something because, um, you know, we had to get these orange, big orange buckets oh. and to, you know, like reserve some water. And I still have that bucket. I really <laughs> hope that doesn't come back. <laughs> well, let's hope for rain. Uh, let's hope for good, appropriate weather. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. You know, I, I, I don't why, I, why? Because we've been getting rain, mm-hmm. so I don't see why they think that we're gonna not gonna. I guess. Well, Taipei doesn't really have that problem, and last year was uh, better than two years ago. But two years ago, there was a, a water shortage in the south. The reservoirs were oh, running yeah. low. We really had a drought. There was no rationing per se, but no. uh, there was lower water pressure at night, um, and to kind of encourage uh, uh, less uh, water use. Yeah, I think water was cut off for a couple of hours at a time, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, at night. Yeah, at night. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you on here in Taiwan. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm Tomasz Koper. So uh, do stay tuned because Jukebox Republic is coming right up. Bye. Bye. Just tune into Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. Well, this song is talking about Mei Hao, which means beautiful. Mei Hao Shi Guang Yi Beautiful time is here. And this is by Chen Meiling. Um, I'm just talking about the fact that uh, it's been off to a good start for the new year for me, for 2022. Um, it was kind of hectic, but I have to say it's a good start. Hectic because, and this is kind of sad, but I'm going to say it here and get it out of the way. My daughter's father-in-law passed away on December 23rd last year, and so we've been kind of busy. But mostly my hubby, John, who's in charge of producing the video of uh, Jianzi's life story for the funeral service, and which is coming up on the 15th. Um, yeah, we're not, we, we, we rather call it like farewell sent away party Um um, actually, one of our best friends who's in charge of uh, the rundown and the logo, he asked for something in English. So I told him, how about glorious homecoming? Well, we're Christians, so we think that he's gone on to a better place. You know. In fact, uh, he really loved the mountains and hiking so much that we're telling everyone to the, uh, the party um, to wear hiking outfits. Yeah, 
no white or black、um, at Taiwanese funerals. Other than that, I think I'm off to a good start in 2022. Hope it stays that way, but I know it won't because that's just how life is. You can't have perfect every day in a year. There'll always be some things that come out unexpectedly, but I'm going to be optimistic about it. Yes, I'm going to be optimistic. So. A very old song. I have no idea, but I thought that was kind of beautiful. So,、uh, 美好的时光已来到 It means、uh, the good times are here, and it said, like you know, the good times are here. No more troubles. Yeah. So that was by Chen Meiling. You're listening to Jubal's Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm talking about how the new year has just been about ten days, and、uh, that it's been pretty good. Uh, for me, you know, after a good start. Well, first of all, we watched the Taipei One One fireworks on December thirty first at midnight. I've watched almost every one of them since the building was built in two thousand four. Not every one of them was watched live in person, but there were times when we watched on TV, which was probably better off because、um, they, you know, you know that the cameras would catch in the better angles and they have close ups. Yeah. Whereas several times where I was, I was like. You know, like in person watching the fireworks, I was like blocked by smoke from the blasts. This time, though, we thought we were going to watch from an intersection on on the street level, but at the last moment, everyone said that let's go on the roof and watch it from there. We were like、um, a couple of streets over from Taipei One Hundred One, so we weren't exactly close to it, but we weren't exactly too far from it either.、Uh, I'm really glad that we did finally go up on the roof instead. There was nothing blocking the sight. Really, though it was a small space on the roof,、um, and we had to share with a crowd who were probably tenants from the building. The building is where our church is. That's why. That's why we were there. Now, I definitely wouldn't say it was the greatest show,、uh, you know, the fireworks show, though it was supposedly the longest at six minutes. It was probably the worst though, because the weather was so bad. There was so much fog, and then with the smoke from the blasts, it was,、uh, to be honest, it was disappointing. I wasn't making any wowing, you know, like, wow, and wow that no, not even coming from the crowd we were with. So, and but you know, to look at it on a positive side is that we know where to go to watch for the next, you know, year-end fireworks show. Yeah. Well, I wish that one day, if ever, though I doubt it, I can stand right next to Taipei One Hundred One on the street and look up to watch the fireworks that way. 
You have no idea about watching fireworks coming out of a skyscraper like that. It's 101 floors high. That's why it's called Taipei 101, as opposed to the kind that blasts off from, like you know, the Sydney Harbour or in open space. I mean, I can't believe I'm still talking about the fireworks when it's already the 11th、um, of January. But、um, you see, it's the highlight at the final countdown in Taipei every year. People look forward to it. Even if it means getting home at three or four in the morning after the show is over, because the traffic will be so bad and the subways will be so crowded that you might have to wait several trains to go go by before you can hop on one. And, and those who choose to drive don't even think about driving to Taipei 101. You're better off parking somewhere really far, <laughs> kind of far, and you know walk the rest of the way to Taipei 101. So, yeah, that's how it is. In in Taipei around year end, and I've got this next song, 最美好的 the most beautiful by Zhang Wenqi.
Say the weather hasn't been too bad, except for you know the day of the Happy One Hundred One fireworks. It was so foggy, but um, yeah, it hasn't been too, been too bad. It hasn't been too cold this winter here in Taipei because I hate the cold. Let's just say that we haven't had to take out those hand warmers. You know what they are? Are they packs, um, packets that come with beads inside that cause a chemical reaction when you open the package, and it creates heat. So and then you hold it in your hands to keep your hands warm.、Uh, yeah, these hand warmers. And work at RTI is still good, and I'm loving it. In fact, I have slightly of a less workload now,、uh, because for those who don't know, there had been a cooperation between RTI Radio Taiwan International and the Fisheries Agency in Taiwan, and it has ended after four years. I've been hosting it for four years. So kind of less of a workload now, and I love our new additions to the English service.、Uh, specifically, I'm say I'm talking about Emma and Tomash,、um, though someone else is leaving us soon. Yes,、yeah, sad, right? Well, I'm not going to say who it is until the end of the month.、Um, there's also been some upgrade to the way we do news or post them on website or post our programs on website. Well, especially news, and then on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. I hope you guys like the changes and are excited about them. Tomash should be starting a new show soon, and Emma has been amazing with introducing kind of off the mainstream music groups and artists and bands on her music show Behind the Beats. I love that name. And her other show, Island Adventures, it's like a travel show introducing Taiwan to you. You see, I didn't say Taipei, but Taiwan because she moved up here to Taipei from Tainan, where she had lived three years and still. Goes back very often to Tainan. I mean, who knows? She could be doing lots of traveling for the show. Oh, and how can I forget the here in Taiwan live shows that we've been doing? I hope that you've been enjoying them as much as we have been hosting them.、Um, I love it when I co-host with Emma or Tomash. It's just a lot of fun. They're the techies, you know. They're the te- the, the 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 guys with you know know all the technical stuff, like setting up the computer and you know going live. While I'm I'm just better off hosting. Though I really hope that they get to host sometimes. I I I hope that they will, and and I want them to. And maybe you've been enjoying Climate Crunch. That's another show、uh, with Harrison K, who is our intern till July. And Climate Crunch is anything but environmental. I mean, isn't it great? All these new changes and additions and everything to you know、uh, the English service, and and there's more. Starting this week, there's going to be a slight change on live shows. Mondays and Wednesdays was Wednesdays. Sorry, Mondays and Wednesdays will still have here in Taiwan streamed live, and it will be with Tomash and Leslie, because they do a great job. But on Fridays, we're going to start going live with status update. Which, if you don't know, it's a show that we read listeners' letters,、um, letters that they write us to know、uh, how the listening condition was. Because if you know, 
uh, RTI is a national shortwave radio station. So we have special frequencies, you know, and it's by luck that you, you know, kind of like turn the knob to get the right frequency and everything to listen to our programs. Um, but, you know, these listeners uh, who probably do this as a hobby, um, you know, and, and, and they write us letters to, to, to confirm whether they got the right transmission and to, you know, let us know the simple rating, which is like, you know, the listening quality, things like that. So those are the letters um, from our listeners. So we'll be reading them on air live. And then um, we'd love for you guys to leave comments. We'll be reading your comments on air. And um, so it will be me and Tomasz co-hosting that together. It'll be something like a 20-minute show. And, um, and, and at 1 p.m. Taiwan time. Uh, same with the here in Taiwan, okay? They're going to be also broadcast, I mean, sorry, not broadcast, live stream at 1 p.m., okay, uh, Taiwan time. So make sure you join us, all right? And um, leave us comments. Um, you know, we hope to interact with you guys. So that would be starting this week. And here's a song called uh, uh, Beautiful Life by Ma Gai Dan. And uh, this is in the Thao tribes language, uh, Thao tribal language, one of the tribes here, um, indigenous tribes here in Taiwan. So, 美好的生活, beautiful life. Lalua man shek shek as as tu zawa 
bohan Lalu awalakan Aman syek-syek As-asa injanan dusawa sapa Tukahivan Yananuan close Yaku yato summa Maktu lalu dusawa Pinjanan Sapa What's something else that helped me get off to a good start in the new year? Right, our cat. Um, we've named her Shalom. And she's new to our family uh, since December, th- December 3rd. Yes, December 3rd. I'm getting used to her. I love watching her play by herself. She's quite a riot. Let me just say that if she were human, she would be so good at playing basketball. This is what happens. I made her these paper balls by crunching up like used A4 size papers. And she would pass the ball from one front paw to the other as she runs forward. Amazing, right? She's she's just amazing. And and she also has this other routine when she's aiming for something. Like she's got her eyes on a target, let's say. But then she would crunch up, okay, her whole body. And then here's the funny part. She would wiggle her behind a couple of times, her behind, okay, a couple of times, and then dart for her target. I mean, she's just amazing. I know my daughter, the one who's married, would love... I mean, she doesn't come off, and I think there's only one time she actually played with a, with a cat, and she just loved watching her and misses her uh, for doing that. You know, that routine, you know, as she aims for the target. I don't know if any other cats do that, but um, let me know if your cat does that <laughs> because it's my first time to have a pet, and so this is our, my, my first cat or our first cat. It's my son who really wanted a cat, so... She's beautiful, and she's quite a character, and she can be smart at times, almost naughty. Well, that's it for Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin, and here's the song Naughty God of Love, by Yang Chenlin, Rainy Yang.
Thank you for tuning in to Radio Taiwan International, Taiwan's national broadcaster. We hope you enjoyed our programs. You can catch all of our latest news, audio, and video features on our website at en.rti.org.tw. Again, go to our website en.rti.org.tw for engaging news, videos, and programs about Taiwan. If you like to hang out on social media, RTI is there too. Our Facebook URL is Radio Taiwan International. And you can watch our engaging video features, including the weekly news magazine program Taiwan Insider, on our YouTube channel, RTI English. Again, our YouTube channel is RTI English. For those who enjoy the Twitter sphere, our handle for Taiwan Insider is at Taiwan Insider. For RTI English, it's at Radio Taiwan underscore ENG. And if you'd like to enjoy us on your smartphone, just download our app RTI to go. That's one of the best ways to enjoy all our news, videos, and programs. That's RTI to go. If you're a shortwave listener, we have two channels in Asia. For South Asia, tune into 6100 kilohertz from 1600 to 1700 UTC. To Southeast Asia, you can hear us on 15320 kilohertz from 0300 to 0400 UTC. We would love to know what you think of our programs. Email us at english at rti.org.tw. Thank you again for tuning in to Radio Taiwan International. Music